Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom, sit kombucha for your boom. podcast this is jenny this is Lindsay. what's up and we're back with a q a for the week that's in it for the win i thought you were gonna say q a for the win for the win fdw that went thank god i know for the win was real lame what would you say it after like you'd be like pretzels for the win chipper for the win <laughs> chinese for the win what was that and um, charlie sheen thing that he came out with and then winning kind of winning <laughs> so did he that was post for the win, right? I'm pretty sure that was post for the win, yeah. And that was his, like... My ex used to always say that and I would cringe. <laughs> My husband, by the way. Baby, sign the fucking papers so we can get this divorce. But um, he would always say it and he got so into it that he bought, like... Charlie Sheen had merch. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And he bought it. It was, like, some kind of yellow fucking t-shirt with winning and, like, two thumbs up. I was like, you're dumped. I think that was the straw. Yeah, I, I don't blame you, hon. Like... That and the Black Eyed Peas tickets for Christmas. <laughs> like, why would I want to see Fergie Ferg wet herself on stage? Like, I'd I don't mean, to them. At least if she did that, that would be at least iconic. It'd be something. Yeah. <laughs> so, for the win, we have a Q&A this week for you, Gerties. Um, we opened up the Tumblr, so that's what we're going to do. Yes. It's closed, up, unless we're doing, like, a Q&A. Yeah. And... Boy, we got like 300 fucking messages. So many messages. Oh my goodness. Holy so shit. So well done for we coming through. We can live through. off them for a minute. Yeah, so we're going to be opening our Anon box sporadically. Um, it just helps us keep track of them. And it just means that people kind of go there just to give us questions for the Q&As rather than going in and giving us hate. Yes. Um, although we still got some, of course. <laughs> yeah, I know. You fucking losers oh. waiting for the fan on box to open. You'd be like, now you big fat bitches. <laughs> Finally, I can tell them what I really think of them. <laughs> Guess what? We don't care, honey. Um, so we've got some questiones here for you girls. Go ahead with the first bits. one. So, first question is, what are your plans for making this summer a hot girl summer? With no festivals or trips abroad, We, uh, I feel we all have got to get creative now. Here's our plug for Patreon. We did do an episode last week or the week before, two weeks ago, um, all about kind of touching on this um, in the sense that we talked about like festivals and all that kind of shit. And then we actually just went down a really funny rabbit hole all about like iconic festival moments of mine and Lindsay's from the past. So if We're you want... We're talking oxygen. Oh, oxygen all the way up to Forbidden Fruit last year though. We, oh God, yeah. So guys, if you want some good tea, go to our Patreon Um it's patreon.com forward slash it gals podcast that's where up. our personal stories are and <laughs> dear god 
and by I the way, that was a year ago. I know. I was in a portaloo. R.I.P. Um, Kissing. <laughs> and also uh, just as a side note on that our live stream is back this week so if you sign up this week you'll get a new episode Friday and the live stream is on Friday night and we're going to be together for the first time in so long on live I cannot fucking wait can't wait we're so girl drinksies and funsies I'll get on the neon lights <laughs> so hot girl summer hun what are we thinking because this is you know we spoke on that episode how like this summer feels like secondary school summer because we can't be drinking in the pubs until June 29th dab dab um, and even then it's going to be it's not going to be the same right? it's, it's not going to be, be like same. booking I think, yeah in. you have to book it which is and you're going to have like a two hour table max probably okay like I don't think it's going to be like booking a table for dinner yeah. you don't get so to stay there we'll, the whole night <laughs> so the pub will turn into the pre-drinks yeah. and then we'll have to feckin be like down the beach or in a field or wherever in someone's gaff like I think after isolation where we've been in our gaffs for so long like you know I need to be out of my gaff it's all well and good being like deadly we can all be hanging out together but like, I think everyone's sick of the fucking gaff oh I'm so sick I prefer of my to be like drinking in a field than drinking in my gaff with my friends because yeah. it's like I've been looking at my four walls that little bit of ceiling that needs painting the, you know I'm like I need to get out so hopefully the sun comes back as it was a couple of weeks ago because when we had that beach day oh, last weekend that was fucking lit that fucking beach day we had we like, so much fun the whole weekend though because we had didn't we have donal out one day yeah, on then the next day on the thursday the friday we did something else like we did something really that was the banker it was fucking it was kind of like the days just tumbled like you know it was very nothing was really planned it was like, wake like, up drink blow up <laughs> drink <laughs> It was, Literally so that kind of it was so fun but like yeah I think definitely utilizing Ireland and how gorgeous it is like mm-hmm. yes we're lucky to live near the beach but like it's fucking Ireland there's an, everything is only like a bus ride or a train ride away or whatever mm-hmm. like you can figure it out like my mum and dad have been saying that they really want to like make these planned days to Glendalough or to like all our gorgeous nature reserves that we have I want to go to the botanic gardens like just being out and I totally agree like I think people do need to be like creative more so even just like planning because sometimes you can be thinking like oh it's going to be deadly but like you do have to plan that's what I was just going to say like girlies this is going to be the summer of planning and getting getting your shit together because I feel like for you know what we're realizing now is that we had fun handed to us on a plate every summer it was like you want festivals there's 10 yeah you want you know daytime festivals there's seven it's yeah. like all these different things and you have just, your little holiday that yeah, you're peppered. harping on about like Evan was saying you know because we were talking about the festivals and I was like actually I'm Devo like I'm not a huge festy gal but I was like oh they are so fun because they peppered the summer you're kind of like okay first you have forbidden fruit and then you kind of go along along then there's like body and cell you know there's like little landmarks See, within the summers I wouldn't think that I was a festy gal until now that I'm not fucking allowed to have that's what one. I mean yeah and now I'm like, like living for the oh festy. my god because like but Jenny and I would moan for half the festival being like it's so cold I'm freaked I just have to sit here and drink for 12 hours that's not gonna end well oh, poor me remember when we were in, got to body and cell and I remember just sat down we sat down with like all the other <laughs> fucking influencer people that we were with and I was just like what <laughs> this is it's 11 o'clock and in the morning I was and I am na- remember how already knackered we were we were bollocks it was so sunny as well so sunny like I just was like 
fistful of drink tokens. Yeah, I was like, there, off you go. And then they bought some cheesy bread thing. And me and Lindsay were like, we eat salads. I Can we like, have healthy food, please? Oh my God, and all the fucking outfits and everyone looks deadly. And I'm here like, oh yeah, we looked, making we were both no wearing, effort. We were both wearing like sports bras and shorts. Yeah, I know. And people are literally full Coachella <laughs> vibes getting like Eamon McGill to design them a poxy outfit for the festival. I'm like, oh... Shit, I should have done something like that. So, like, I mean, now that I don't have that option, you know, we did. We had fun handed to us on a plate. There was something for everyone that was pride. There was, you know, like just so much fucking shit that goes on the summer. So now we have to create our summer. It's a summer, bitch, Deb. Yeah, like you have to be like make your own mini festival. Get your girlies together, and like this is when you're going to see who pulls through. Because and what I will say, okay, what Quar taught us anyway. I think we're joined in this that. Some people are just, they took it, they fucking are still cloaked in the COVID fear. And they're like, I'm not ready. I'm going, you know, like that kind of thing. You have to go with your people. So if you're someone who was like dying to get back on it, just fucking like, let's arrange it. Go with those people. But if other people are kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure. Don't try and pull them along no. your way. Tough like, look, just like, bitch. Okay, focus somewhere... on your people and on the same vibe. Because yeah. I do feel like the whole COVID thing brought up this continuous conversation of like COVID consent talk, where it's like, are you cool with that? Anna? Like, so mm. that you want to be on the same vibe. Because now that I'm like fucking hashtag over it, I want to be like hanging out and not feel the looming like COVID weirdness around it. Because I remember like. When I was hanging out with friends at the start of um, lockdown and all on the beach and we were like, you know, really apart and we were really kind of almost nervous because we didn't know what was allowed and what wasn't allowed. And now we're past that. All our friends are kind of on the same vibe and uh, I want to just continue that. But like I'm definitely I've noticed in like even my WhatsApp group, some people, you know, are not ready to go down that route road right now or whatever. And some of the other girls can be like, oh, come on, let's all. I think yeah Focus on who's down And who's not down Leave them You know Because so. it's like It's up to you And all of us individually To ha- like as we said Make your summer And if someone does want to Literally have the fear All summer And be scared And be wor- I mean it's also Why would you want that person Around you When you're trying to hang out Because that person Will literally be sat there I know being like What if there's a second wave I it's know, like, Exactly I'm not like I'm not fucking meeting up We all to talk about COVID Second wave bullshit I, like, I fully I don't know if you notice When there's COVID conversation I sit back And I cross my arms And well, I do I not I don't notice Because me and you Do not have those no, conversations I literally do not I disassociate with any of that conversation I'm like you're not, I'm not I'm not putting one thing I'll keep my opinions to myself Because I'm like yeah. I'm not talking about this anymore. I'm sick of it. And it really puts a dampener on hangouts. So yeah, you got to hang with the proper people. Do you know the way? Yeah, so well, just it, forget drop. about the people who are moany. Like that's what I would say. Just be like, right, they can watch us have fun on Instagram from a distance. And then if they want to come along the next time, brilliant. But if they're going to talk about COVID, see you at the door. But so yeah. you're going to have to do that. You're going to have to find out what you like to do. If, you know, you're going to have to have some rainy day plans because, you know, the weather isn't as fab now, unfortunately. Yeah, can't rely on that annoying Miss Rona was like, oh, now you anchor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that like thing where she's <laughs> with like, the, the nails. It's, so it's like I think I saw a meme and it was like uh, it was like Leo Varadkar says you know like we can skip a phase and it was like Miss Rona say she's like hell fucking no bitch. hell no Leo no <laughs> she's like, put oh. that top back on baby <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's like okay here's the fucking shite weather so you're gonna have to have some shit weather plans you're gonna have to like be creative okay let's think shit weather plans because obviously yeah if it's sunny the plans kind of make themselves you just go outside with a can <laughs> And a bit of a speaker. One of my playlists. Yeah. Jenny's playlist. But um, 
I mean, what do you usually... That's the thing about Irish summer. We like we always have shit weather. So we should be able to use it, utilise it. You yeah, know, that way. obviously just having your mates over and like, that's what we've been doing as well. Having yeah. a few drinks using the gaff, um, which is always fun. Like yeah. just chatting and actually being able to, to hang and socialise with people feels like... I'm on acid And if someone so doesn't want to If someone doesn't want to Come to your house Like there's like Loads of things that are open now You know that way Like fucking Pavilions and all is open Like there's shops That are open Town is open Everyone went shopping yesterday Like Can't. town I went been... to Oxfam today I haven't been to a Chaza In so long I'm wearing my Chaza garment I'm Right now I'm dying to go I think oh I might God. leave it Today or tomorrow And then like wait Till all the new stock Comes out I feel like they're going to be like Oh, oh there's going to be Busting at the seams Motherfucking shit Yeah because everyone's Fucking throwing out shit Me included um, So yeah Like little things like that Like even if it is Just meeting up And going for a little walk If it's like Banging weather Like it is today You can still go for a walk In the park or something Yeah you know, even way. like Right now a lot of restaurants Are kind of doing takeaway shit So takeaway yeah. cocktail Cocktails Cocktails a cocktail. We did that the other week Which was Whopper that We went so to um, That's what we did the other day That was fucking that was deadly so, I know So easy Little picnic blanket Went to Malahide Where some of the pubs Are giving out uh, Like cocktails Selling, Selling. Selling. <laughs> Giving out Cocktails for everyone Around these parts <laughs> Yeah no We, we bought um, Cocktails And They gave us ice And we Toodle on down to the little park So fun And like There's everyone Like it feels it like, like a It was like a festival Because oh my goodness The amount of fucking teenagers And they are dressed up to The nines It was like a smell of horniness in Oh the park my that goodness day. It was It was beautiful to watch it was beautiful And me and Evan have done that loads as well Like every You know Evening If it's nice We'll just like bring the blanket down to the park for an hour Maybe have a can Maybe not Maybe just chill You know yeah. And it's actually so nice It gets you out of your head So you just have to You're going to have to be Organised this summer girls You're going to have to Find your fucking tribe And you're just going to have to Like make do with, You know The odds are in your favour You're just going to have to be like Right yeah. Pubs are open When you when your local gets open One of you If you are the uh, organised one Book a fucking table See who's coming Just mm-hmm. don't be Like that's what I hate When people are like Me and Lindsay are quite like Similar in the way that we're like Okay we'll just book it We'll go like, Yeah I don't mind if it's just us two No if, Yeah but if you don't book it You I hate it go. when people are like Um well, mate, Why don't we just turn up and see on the day I'm like no I want to know what my plans are this weekend I want to know what yeah, I'm doing this is it If you're in you're in If, if you're, you're in not. you're in Yeah book it for five If three turn up Oh well Yeah literally just Tell them to sit you somewhere else That's all Yeah because that happens all the time In the WhatsApp group With whether it's holidays Or even festivals Or <sighs> shit like this It's like Okay hold on I'm gonna buy my ticket At the end of the month When I get paid It's like Okay Why are you telling me I don't care Like let's just fucking Get shit going yeah. Or else we will be Sat in our holes With nothing to do I think the best thing Is find like At least one pal Who is on your wavelength There is one out there Defo yeah. You'll always mm-hmm. have one Because then you two Can just be like Spearheading the fun And whoever wants to join along They can But at least you're not relying On like I find like the older I get Like I just I see the annoyance Of relying on like fi- 15 friends I'm like Oh mm. god You're like Because you know when people Are even like You're like right Everyone uh, You know even if you have Right you've booked a table Say right for the pub Pub's open 20, June 29th Say you're like July 3rd baby We'll all be paid We're going to the pub I'm gonna We've got 10 mates You booked a table For 10 people And some of them are like Okay I'm gonna turn up I know it's booked for 7 But I'm gonna turn up At half 8 It's like no 
You don't get that. Not in COVID, bitch. We're probably going to be able to book a table for an hour and a half. So they can go off and book their own fucking table. I hate that shit when it's like, also when you've been the one to book and arrange a thing. And they want you to cater for them. It's so annoying. They're like, can you change it for an hour later? It's like, no, this is my night. I I arranged it. You either turn up on time or you go fucking I know. That happened to me the other day because I got, um, I was saying to my sisters, I was like, maybe we could take the kids away. Like sister holiday feeling Mm. in the car. And um, Sarah was like, (laughs) putting her blast as fucking (laughs) usual. One of my sisters, who I will not mention, was like, um, oh, how about we like ask mum and dad to come as well? And they can, I was like, no, I'm presenting this. Mum and dad would fucking love for us to be out of their hair yeah. for a weekend or whatever. Like, this is what it is. If you're down, you're down. If I you're hate not, it when people do that. Not. I've presented yeah, this. Don't like, try. And- this is my idea. Don't change my idea. Yeah. And it's also, especially when it's like, let's all of us go away. And they're like, why don't mum and dad come? It's like, like, no. That's a whole different vibe. It's like when you you got like me saying, it's like me saying to you, or you going to me, why don't you come with me and the girls? And me being like, why don't we get uh, Connor and Evan and Patrick, all the boyfriends to come? It's like, yeah, I'll be like, great. But even if you had a boyfriend, it's like, that changes yeah, like, the no, whole vibe. This is the vibe. plan I'm putting out. If you're yeah. into it, you're not. Or if you're into it, say yes. If yeah. no. Your invitation is completely conditional. Like this yeah. is the conditions yeah. we're agreeing I know. to. I was like, no, like it's complicated. Like what, some mom and dad will be driving down their car. Like, blah, blah, blah. it's just like, this yeah. was an easy little thing. Like I don't know about even the staycations. I'm personally not that fucking honest. We got a load of messages being like, "Are you doing a like Airbnb?" Possibly, but like, I probably will. I think I'll want to go away for a little bit because Ireland is gorgeous. Ireland is gorgeous for sure. Yeah. I'd love to go down to Kerry or somewhere like that. I'd love to go somewhere where there's just gorge or even that place that a uh, big style lodge that Evan's been to in Mayo. It's like right on the sea. You can do surfing, all that shit. I'd love that. Something yeah. like that would be so chill. And it's a cheap holiday as well. And just something to get off my phone and like I'd love I just love being like in the countryside and I think I'm also dying to just see different stuff like I haven't the furthest I've gone is Malahide I'm dying to just yeah. see like anything else like yeah. another gaff you know the way like I'm seeing the same faces the same people I'm buzzing to go into town like I'm actually like Evan was doing we have to come together I know Evan was doing a shoot the, uh, on Saturday and I was like do you need any help with the shoot and he was like no and I'm like do you need anyone holding a hairdryer? I'm like, I will literally be your bitch. Like, I'll hold a reflector. Anything. And he was like, no, no, the reflector's just going to be on a thing. I'm like, okay. Because I'm just like, I would love. And then he put up that picture yesterday of town bursting oh. at the seams. Oh, I was like, yeah, that makes me so happy. Yeah, let's plan a t- town day. I'm yeah. dying to go into town. Dying. I miss town. I just, I just want to sit in the steps. Be, yeah, I want to sit in the Paris Square steps and just look because people are drinking on the steps okay let's plan that maybe this weekend well that'd be fun I think Saturday might be nice okay Saturday let's see, do girls, it girls okay. that's oh, as quick see, as there it you is go. and you do it and as well anyone else wants to join they can but if yeah. not we'll be sipping at the steps so there you go hot girl summer 2020 be innovative be organised don't be afraid to be organised yeah. don't and be moany like I mean it's fine all you ever need is one friend really you yeah. don't need and like, 50 don't be like, people oh, this would be forbidden fruit weekend oh, yeah get over it move over weekend. Uh, remember last year this would have been my fifth body shut the fuck up no one's at it no one's at body and soul you know the way like I don't need to be reminded every fucking other week what festival I could have been you angry at today girl oh I'm always angry baby <laughs> I just don't want to be like I don't need that no I know it's also you know? like, like I hate it when people on. can't get over it it's like even when people when the first lockdown shit was happening and like all the pubs and everything closed it's like okay they're closed move on with your life like the whole like oh Jesus would you not or like oh, it's such a pain in the hole it's like can we not like 
it literally stops us accepting our reality which isn't going to be forever if you yeah. keep bringing up how annoying it but is like I hate lining up outside tones yeah it's me too very annoying do I talk about it all the time like that's what happens when I'm, that's the worst thing about having to do it with the kids because like I can just sit you know annoyed slightly but like whatever <laughs> airpods in yeah but they'll be like oh, it's so long <sighs> how long do you think we'll be <sighs> come on we're moving we're moving sand on the line I'm like me with Do Evan. We have to? <laughs> like, just. Oh my god! I know. Commentate the you. whole situation. Yeah. Like, so like, I know. In summer, that is defo thing. Like, don't be moaning about like you could have been away or that you were meant to go to Italy or you're meant to have a cruise with your fellow or that you're meant to go to every fucking festival. It was yeah. meant to be your tenth electric in a row. Doesn't matter. It's not happening. It's not happening for anyone. Let's and move look on. at the good. Yeah. The good is that you don't have to hear about your friends' fucking holidays or you don't have to like, you know have them talk about getting their holiday bits like you know holiday like I find holiday talk a bit nauseating when like you have all your friends and every friend is talking about their own holiday what they're bringing where they're going da 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 the pictures I just this. don't understand why people tell other people like if I book a holiday I'm not like on about it for you don't, fucking weeks to be honest no at all like I'll book it I'll be excited for myself but I just because I'm like it's a really weird thing to, for me to be like sat down with you and be like so we're off to Tenerife anyway I'm trying to remember like why would I There's want that one, one that one-sided one. fucking con- unless I was literally like no even then I'd there's always one think. who's like so I'm going to be doing the Inca Trail and then we're getting a little boat over and we're sleeping in a hammock for three days and then we're moving so it's boring. like uh uh uh, yeah, yeah, I don't care, Glenda. I really don't. And care. I barely even Enjoy talk about it. it when I come home. I like the pick. You're always like, "How's your holiday?" I'm like, "Grand, solid." And so it's like, "Yeah, cool." Anyway, yeah. my mom was even like, "Tell me about the holiday." I'm like, "There's nothing to tell. Sun, drinks, food. Yeah, that's it. That's all that happened." Yeah, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about a holiday. Nothing should happen. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, anyway moving there on. There you go, girl. Moving on. So we've got some questions from you guys. Thanks for coming through. Uh, as always, there are some rules and regulations with our Tumblr. If you are thinking of submitting next month. The question has to fit in one Tumblr submission. Number two, don't make it too specific to you because we just don't read them out because then we're just, you know, we like to ha- to spark a conversation, to ignite something within us. And so that's other people will listen. We want to help a lot get, of gals, exactly. not just one individual situation. Yeah. And number three would be, I would say we prioritise questions that like really we've never touched upon. Like we get a lot of people being like, I remember you talking about this before. Would you talk about it again? It's like... Been there, done that, bitch. But we're fresh content queens. Absolutely. So, question number one: Hey, girls, I broke up with my boyfriend in Feb this year, and I'm definitely starting to feel a little lonely now. So, I downloaded Tinder and Bumble. Every time I get a match, I'm plagued by guilt and comparison, and can't keep up the conversation. My ex and I split by mutual decision, so I can't understand why I'm feeling this way. Have you any advice for pushing past the initial feelings of discomfort when getting back in the dating game and how to go about dating in a post-COVID world? So I guess we first we can talk about, I find it interesting about like the guilt and the comparison because I think that's like when you're single, especially newly single, first is like a whirlwind of like, I can do whatever I want. I can mm. do, And then it kind of all comes, not crashing down, but the reality sets in, especially, I mean, like she broke up in, in February she had a month off. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to you. Like you had really no time. I did not get to. She got two weeks. So really barely I got nada. I know. You yeah. Got, you got like nothing. She got probably two weeks. And then COVID happens. And that's when the reality sets in. So thoughts on the guilt thing. Okay. So I think last time I broke up with Jimmy, I definitely had that. And this time I decided to just 
throw that feeling in the bin like I purposefully you know discarded those thoughts and I was like I'm not allowing myself it's kind of like it is a choice yeah because you're not together you are completely free to be on tinder bumble there's no shame in that there's no like you're on bumble already like you're you're kind of having him in your mind when he's not you're not with him anymore so then it's like you're still kind of and I understand because you haven't had like the opportunity to go out as you know a single person for and get used to it so you're kind of trying to but this is the perfect way like I definitely found I was very much delighted with the fact that I could pause and like deal with me as a single person in choir like you are very single in choir if you are single um and just kind of dip the toe in the water with tinder and bumble so it is kind of you know concerning that you're with that little level you know it's mm. not like you're sucking cock and be like ah, 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 you know yeah. like this is and would the guilt for you be like you'd feel guilty for like almost as if you're cheating would it be that kind of like uh, or was it like a guilt that like maybe you're moving on quicker than him or a com- combination i think it was like being so used to not being able to do that like you're obviously in a relationship like when I was with Jimmy all every time I wouldn't be talking to other guys I wouldn't be like liking pics I wouldn't be doing anything of the sort yeah so then being able to like not only like flirt with guys but also have like guy friendships again I just kind of like literally be able to sit on my phone for hours talking to lads if I wanted sending pics for lads all that stuff it was just kind of more foreign to me because it had not been like that for so long and I think you do have to extract yourself from the feeling of like that you ever belonged to someone because Mm. I think you can you never do anyway like no one owns you but I think it is a kind of thing of you're like oh you know things that can kind of like get sewn in your brain stuff like sexy selfies you know say if you take sexy selfie and you send it to a guy and you know that whole thing about like guys hate when like (laughs) well not all guys but some guys hate if like you'll send them sexy selfie and sometimes you're like actually that's fucking good enough for the ground oh, to be maybe, honest yeah, and they then you post it up on your IG story or something guys do hate that and they're like eh, thought that was just for me and it's like even that just kind of it's like hold on fuck off yeah. you know but I think those little things that kind of can just you know subconsciously be in your brain so then it's re- you're like relearning how to just be like an independent person again mm-hmm. with the ability so that's why like this time being single I was like I'm 100% eradicating those thoughts pushing them out and not housing them or giving them space because like if I'm kind of like oh what if he's not on Bumble or what if I awkwardly see him on Bumble or what if he hears yeah I am on Bumble I'm fucking swiping away and that's what happened when we broke up like I think you know I remember I think when you when you become single it's as you said it is that choice because it's either like you can either focus and hone in on it and be like oh I feel so guilty like if or like it could be a bad thing you know you could easily be like oh it's so annoying that I've no one to text I've no one to text I've no one to talk to Mm. no one to check in with or I remember one of the best things when I was fucking single the first time after my first boyfriend I was like I have no one to text it was so liberating like I was in college and like I remember the biggest pain in my fucking hole ever was being in college and like not being able to be fully present like because he wasn't in college so it was like what are you doing how was college blah, blah, blah. or like thought you were home at five so. yeah college was just so like you know you kind of you have to be I think anyway you have to be pretty much single in college especially for your first year it's I think being single mm. is the best because you have to be like last minute 
plans gal because someone can be like come on I'm going to a party in Ranala and you're like absolutely you can't yeah, be like, and yeah. then that's what happened, was happening to me it was like do you want to do this and I'd be like fucking see my fucking I'm having boyfriend. a movie night and a takeaway night with my boyfriend and it was just so like I mean probably different if you're both in college I could imagine because then you're both kind of on the same wavelength but when he wasn't in college it was just so like like it was just so draining so what could have been me you know you can easily lean into something in the negative and be like it's so annoying I've no one to text good morning to and good night to and when I come home like I've no one to talk to and I just did the opposite I was like it's fucking beautiful the actual fact that I can pop off I just remember that so well I remember being like I can go anywhere and I don't have to check in with anyone. And that is a big thing. And in any relationship, like, yeah. like, I mean, you know, even like before Evan and I lived together, like we'd still like, he could still be like, what are you up to tonight? Like, you know, and that's fine. It's part of being in a relationship, but it is stunning when you're single to not have to fucking report in or check in or like yeah. let anyone know. It's and like, that was the thing, like say with, uh, I've definitely another thing when I was with Jimmy I kind of was like not getting involved in that whole morning goodnight text because we weren't living together yeah. and even now with texting guys on Bumble or whatever I've never I'm not responding to that motherfucking shit like do what? people send good morning texts still yeah I remember I was friends with a girl and she's a fucking gas crack she's a great person but I remember her telling me she was like I just like it when a guy texts me I, I have to get in a good morning text I've never Ever like even that's when that's just something I would hate because like, I mean it's it sets that, up, it's grand like it's polite but again it, no it's annoying I'm sorry the first, I find it controlling because I was going out with that photographer second guy yes um last year and did he do it oh my god morning night morning night oh. and what the worst would be when I'm out like you know if I was out drinking or out with my friends and not on my phone and he's like night he he'd be like say half eleven night half twelve right I'm going to sleep hope you have a good night anyway. As if like Girl trip Yeah so then when I check my phone At like fucking 3am Heading back in a taxi I'm like oh god Then I feel like Hey Yeah I actually randomly Stayed out till 3 As if that's a bad thing I was just like Fuck that Well it makes it a thing Go to sleep Yeah no I hate that shit I remember Like the only time I've ever Said goodnight to a guy Is like I think if they're out On a night out Mm. I'll be like Good night, as in like have your night out. Enjoy I don't, your night. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want the random text at three a.m. I don't want random like selfies of you and the lads. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. Good night. But it's never like I. I, I have to tell the story. <laughs> Which one? Just so low. Oh my god, this guy was fucking texting me the other night, and oh, he was yes. pissed. It was so funny, and I actually they weren't cringy. Like he was kind of cringy, but like I was like, it's actually. I mean, he was fucking funny low. though. Yeah, it was funny. And he was like demanding to come over. He was like, I'm going to come over to your house now. Yeah. And I was like, no, you're not. You're not. No. I'm just no. <laughs> and he was like, I'm in a taxi. What's your dress? I'm in a taxi. You can hardly send me back in taxi. I was like, you're not coming over. And I bet you're not in a taxi because you were literally in your mate's gaff having freaking. Sending videos in the, in the gaff. Yeah. <laughs> like. He turns off the lights in the gaff and it's like I'm in a taxi and I can took fully see he took a selfie. I can fully see the like cushions on the couch. I'm like, yeah. You turned off the light. You're not in it. like just fuck off. <laughs> but like But like yeah, any of those like nine night good night texts. I don't get that. And I hate the morning text, it's especially real, if they're like? texting you at like half six. Oh yeah, because that's like you are crawling out of bed at ten o'clock. I, you're like, <clears throat> morning. Because sometimes that happens. Like <laughs> randomly, like Lindsay will be up early one day, and he'll like text me, and it's like I can see it's a half eight, and I'm like, 
like bursting my eyes open at half ten. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I even with you, I'd be like, sorry, yeah, very busy morning. <laughs> do you do that? I do that. Yeah. Like, sorry, I haven't been on my phone. I've been. Out I was like, bed. I'm literally in at the fruit market all morning. <laughs> sorry, I left my phone at home when I went for my four hour jog. Yeah, I know. No, no, I'm more tired with that lie on. <laughs> I Anytime I wake do up it. at like half ten, eleven. Like if I get out of my bed earlier. But anyway, that's fucking. That's the sleep podcast. But Evan used to do it to me as well. Like he was never thankful. Never was a morning person. But like the odd time, you know, when we were texting, um, like early days, like he texts me in the morning, like something I don't know, like a meme or who the fuck knows, nothing hugely relevant. But like he'd send it at like seven, and I'd wake up at like ten, and I'd be like, ha ha, and he'd be like, just up, are you? I'm like, no, because then it's like I actually made. Yeah. Breakfast yeah. And I don't like to be on my So uh, yeah. first thing in the morning I'm a no f- no screen before 10 That's yeah. my new rule <laughs> That's my new rule Because I'm know. asleep <laughs> So that's the Yeah I, I kind of prefer What I do like with Texan lads anyways The kind of um, You know Not saying good morning Or good night Sometimes if you're like I'm heading to sleep now Different yeah. story But like For it just to continue on Yeah me too You know But um, I, But so this girl is So that was My first bit of advice For her conundrum Is to just Turn the language around Like instead of being like Oh I feel guilty Like Think of the things That you missed When you were In a relationship Because there's always something Even if you're in the most Happy relationship There's still things That you're like Oh it's so fucking annoying That I have to run that past you And focus on the positives And focus on your freedom So But she's also saying Tips for dating see In what the post COVID world Is interesting What is screaming to me In this okay. Is the um, That she said That she's starting to feel A little lonely Aww. Because that is one of the most vulnerable feelings mm, Especially I've when you there, honey. It. It's I know when you're like Oh my god I'm lonely no. It's so vulnerable You're like oh, I'm lonely It's a horrible feeling oh, I know and you're like oh. And then you get into whole like Woe is me Kind of like Oh no one really oh, likes like, me Lonely Acon. I'm so lonely I have nobody <laughs> To call my own I know you're like and then that's when you start getting nostalgic about the ex being like Especially Quar. Yeah. And when you're like the Tinder now and Bumble is not as much dating on fact. Like obviously like it's there's sexy shit on there and all that kind of stuff. But it is really just making connections and making friendships. Like it's it you know the way like mm. it's very much like conversational and I do not trust like I have obviously matched with guys who are like straight in with the kind of like romantic talk and all that and I'm like, Ugh, that's bullshit. Like I would way prefer and way more like I trust more a conversation that the foundation is built on like a friendship and then if it goes whatever but like to assume that a match on Bumble and then you sexy talk is going to mean that you're gonna either get together hook up whatever is just like a bit pointless Mm -hmm. so I think if you're searching for like to eradicate that feeling of loneliness via Tinder and Tumblr or not Tumblr (laughs) Bumble Bumble um yeah I don't think it's the place And I think loneliness is within True. You know like because I have been in relationships and felt lonely And it's a lot lonelier What's that Do you remember uh, like Britney Spears would always be like Being famous is one of the most lonely feel- It's like the most lonely feeling ever Is being the biggest star in the room but no one wants to talk to you. You know, these celebrities always say that shit. They're like, that is the most lonely. But it is. Sometimes I feel like that when I feel lonely. I'm like, like I wonder if my followers would come over and just like, hold me. I got all these followers and what for? 
and here I am lonely. But it, if the loneliest feeling ever in the world is like yeah. lonely in a relationship is like grim. Oh, I know. But like, and I mean, I think there is always moments of loneliness even Hell in a yeah. relationship because there's moments when you're not seeing eye to eye. So you feel alone in your own thoughts mm. and you're like, you're fucking prick. Loneliness is definitely like a, it's a grief, you know, you have to move through it and you have to kind of like sit in it. And it's also like, it's presenting itself. It's an emotion that's presenting itself. So I think what definitely alleviated my feelings of loneliness, you know, is not another man. It's not like dating someone or texting someone like that didn't do anything for my feelings of loneliness it was more like making sure that my day-to-day was more fulfilling so you know really focusing on work focusing on my friendships and my kids and like doing stuff that I enjoy but like that kind of made me feel busier and like then if I was like doing so say if I if I was feeling a bit lonely and I hadn't like got any plans my friends weren't free or whatever I just do something for myself that mm-hmm. weekend I'd be like right I'm gonna like you know clear out a fucking wardrobe or do something that's like productive yeah yeah and it just fills the void of like you know because if well, especially think- if you're so used to being with a fella and you watch movies together you watch series together so there's a lot of togetherness I think what you're saying is don't it, it teaches you how to not be dependent on someone else to entertain you like that's when you're happily single like the years when I was single I loved it I think it was when I was 20 to 25 and I was just like happy doing my own shit my Mm. own like loving my own company the best thing ever was like if my friends like I can't go out this weekend I'm like okay I'm gonna sit in and watch seven movies like you get to that you get on that vibe of singledom where you're like I there's no loneliness because I'm my own best friend in the best way possible and Quar definitely taught me that for sure almost in a bad way now where I'm like you know sometimes (laughs) my friends are like will I pop over I'm like in, t- in my own head I'm like oh, I was planning on having a night to myself I know I do that too like, <laughs> I would have had like the past three nights but I would have had, had such a buzz yeah but I can be like that too sometimes like you know if Evan's gone or something he'd be like away for the weekend or like even just gone like to his friends for the night I'll be like yeah, I guess I should have someone over and then I'll ask him over and I'm like Fuck I'm, I'm dreading this I know I'm like oh no <laughs> I'm like why did I say that earlier on It's like I would love to just be sat here on my hoop Because you can do whatever you want You can watch whatever you want yeah, like, locked. I get the, I get randomly locked I do an edible I take at the piano Like The edibles night. are great Yesterday it's so random Because I've been watching Luna dance so much I just danced in front of my Like I recorded myself <laughs> dancing Then I looked back and I was like I'm really good at dancing <laughs> <laughs> This close to putting it up Thank fuck I didn't Because I really looked back at it today I was like Just me dancing around my room To like dance Like to house music oh, And then some guy texted me He was like Oh sorry I was actually at a bonfire With my friends What are you doing And I texted back Dancing alone You I'm just dancing He was like I wish I was dancing with you And I was like Dance like nobody's watching And so I, I also don't think like I mean t- correct me if I'm wrong Lindsay You'll know better than I would obviously But like how to go about dating in a post-COVID world. Like, surely it's like, great, we can go on the dates now. Whittle, if you want to go on a date, whittle down all the lads you've been chatting to on Bumble Tinder, get the best one, go on a date. I'm, I mean, I'm this close to making a PowerPoint. Um, because... Maybe yeah. on our live stream. Could be a little Ooh, good yeah. one to talk about. Maybe I could, like, be showing some pics of the guys and the girls, the ex-gals can vote which one. Hot or not. It gal <laughs> oh or shit gal. The best thing, my friend Atane came over the other day and um, we had a sleepover and we both went on Bumble at the same time and it's 
so much more fun doing it Bumble party so fun because Bumble has a freaking you can video call within the app that's mental so I was like randomly video calling last night did you video call me I'm like yeah yeah want to see you what what's up babe <laughs> aren't we bumbling <laughs> like we just matched we were pissing ourselves <laughs> Um, will we go on to the next question? Yeah, well, I think we done that one. Yes. my turn to read the question. Toosies. Toosies. Comment below if you know where that's from. Okay. <laughs> Take a wild guess, yeah. first of all. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Okay, this is a juicy one, girls. Buckle up. Hey, gals, I've got myself into a bit of a pickle. There is this website called tellyourpartner.org. It's class ID in theory. If you have an SDI, you can tell the people you've slept with anonymously and save the awkward conversation. The gals and I have been having the crack sending it to fuckboys we know. And for a laugh, I sent one to my boyfriend. I know he got a text saying he has chlamydia, but he hasn't said anything to me. What do I do? Any advice would be much appreciated. Love you, gals. So when I read this first, I got a bit confused, okay? Because I was like, I just couldn't make heads or tails of what she meant. So I mm-hmm. went on the website and just in case anyone is confused. So this is how it works. Not sponsored, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an ad. <laughs> really could be like, great fit. Great fit. I, I, I'd never heard it. about it before. Yeah. So basically, say I go to the doctor and I find out I have chlamydia and I'm single and I've been shagging a few lads. And obviously you're meant to tell, I think it's like your last five partners or something mm-hmm. like that. Probably depending on the time. But say five this year and I don't know who the fuck I got lot, it from. It? it is a lot. Um, so I, instead of me having to, which especially, it's awkward if it's like a random one night stand. Like, you know, someone you don't really talk to since. It's like, oh God, the last thing, fair enough if it's someone that you were kind of seeing, that can be okay. But actually, all in all, I can understand why someone would be uncomfortable with it. I've never, have you ever got that call from someone? No. Me neither. Oh, uh, not a call. I have had an ex that I re- re-hooked up with, not not Jimmy yeah um, this was many years ago oh yes yeah yeah I remember that one yeah and he, he was like me. I had it or something like yeah that. and I was like okay and I was so scared for fucking ages I remember that so scared to even get tested because I yeah, and then I did and I didn't have it which was random but anyway side note side note always get tested so uh, yeah Staffo so this the idea of this is is that you if you have presuming you have their number you can input it into this database you say I think what STD you have I'm presuming you can say like it was chlamydia it was gonorrhea whatever it is and the person uh, will get a text from it'll probably say like testyourpartner.org or something and it'll be like one of your past sexual partners has you know submitted a text to say that you have chlamydia Um, you should probably get checked Mm -hmm. so 
now let's think about it in this sense. So the girls are all lolling. They're joking. They're setting off to, I mean, really cruel, like quite a cruel prank. I have to say, like, I mean, it's not a small deal. It's nasty. It's nasty. But, I mean, lols, I guess. But, so she has sent it to her boyfriend. I mean, what's the worst they get tested? Yeah, true. You know, like, it's... True, yeah. And it comes back negative, Grant. Yeah. Um, But, um, so, yeah, she sent this to her boyfriend. So her boyfriend has gotten a text being like, one of your recent sexual partners has chlamydia and told us to tell you. And she hasn't, he hasn't told his girlfriend because obviously, <sighs> presumably if he has it, she has it. Yeah. Now, number one, you know, put it this way. So no, the two options in his mind is either he's cheated, not that he, ha- no, I'm not saying your fella's cheated, but like say he's cheated. That's obviously why he's not telling you he's like, fuck. But it could also be that like someone he had sex with, depending on how long they're together, if someone he had sex with a year could have put his number in. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Now, his girlfriend put his number in. <laughs> I mean, it's an awkward moment because I do think you have to come clean here. Yeah. And say, Yeah. I, I think you get a text on your phone. I would do it in a jokey way. Yeah. And be like, What okay. the fuck do you know? And then, you know, you'll kind of be able to gauge his reaction, I guess. Um, He'll be freaked. He could, it could be a simple thing of being like, he was tested before you guys got together and started your relationship. So he's like, fuck, I know I don't have it because... Because he could also see, like, I mean, I can understand it in the sense that, like, you know, the way I get random texts sometimes, like, free text, and it's like, please visit us again at this salon. I'm like, when I the I get RT price tiles texting me. I've never oh, bought a tile in my... Do you get them? I get not a tile one. I got a sofa one, like, for months. I've never I- bought a damn tile in my life. Why am I getting texts for 20% Courtney, off? are you putting in Lindsay? No, I've had this for about 10 years. <laughs> Every other month, it's like... So, like, he could have seen this and been like, huh? I'm going to relate. What the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. He, he could know that he doesn't have it and maybe he thought it was one of the lads or... But for funsies, let's, you know, worst case scenario. Not worst that- case... Okay, let's just be real. Sorry, girl. You got yourself in this situation. I'm sure you're thinking the worst because you've wrote into us mm-hmm. before, kind of asking your fella you know you're, you're thinking something you're shady out. here so you're thinking possibly that he has cheated picked up something and now is in this conundrum in his own head of being like fuck the one time or when I've been cheating I've now caught this thing or is that what you're thinking I don't think personally I think I think he maybe just thought it was the fucking lads or just a joke yeah. because if I was in that situation say if I was with someone and I cheated and I got this text First of all, it means that you're cheating with someone who has your number. Yeah. And second of all, it means that, um, you know, I think if that was me, say if I was that cunt who did that um, and I got a text, I would be like, do you know what? Do you know what we haven't done? Um, you know, to my partner, I'm like, do you know we haven't ever um, got tested. Do you, do you want to just get tested and just see? Like, I haven't done anything and you haven't, you know, like I'd be doing something like that. But if he isn't bringing it up at all, surely then he thinks it's all G. I would also bring up another option, okay? okay? So say, for example, take the cheating out of it, okay? Like, say I had a break, you know, a big break between Michael and Evan and I've been getting relaxed and all that kind of stuff. And say, like, six months into the relationship with Evan, I got that text. I don't know if I would have told him upfront before testing myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? What I probably would have done if I thought okay, there was an option yeah, yeah. that I could get it, right? If I was like, fuck, 
because it doesn't mean that you have chlamydia like you don't yeah. pass it on 100% of the time like I said I was convinced I'd had it and then didn't I didn't which was shocking yeah so you know I was with that guy for good while you yeah know? yeah yeah so like may you could also do a sneaky sneaky go get checked mm-hmm. wait for your results and then be like okay I'm clean grand don't have to do anything mm. and you know and therefore roll the odds kind of and thing and therefore you're all G yeah therefore delete the text no one has to know so I think what you're gonna have to do and like you're just gonna have to know your boyfriend's like personality type because like I'm that- also trying to think though were, were you subconsciously thinking that he possibly cheated and that's why you decided to do the prank on him? I think girls do this shit all the time. Girls love... I The amount of times I have heard girls both through this podcast and like from friends and just stories, you always hear girls randomly putting up tests to their boyfriend. Like if a fella did that to me... I've I think been, lads do that too, for sure. I've, I've been... To, I'm not the test. I've never been tested I have been tested have So you? many fucking times Lads always think I'm really? up to shit And I'm never up to shit I've randomly never been uh, Yeah so maybe it's Both Remember that lad it. who I was with Who literally Would question Bruises oh on my, my knees Oh my god yes Well either way It comes from a very insecure place Right If you are testing your It comes your from a place Either control. that's insecure You know where you're not You're distrustful of your partner Or from my experience is that because like fully 100% in both of my relationships that I'm talking about now where I would have been tested in both of those relationships I didn't do shit I wasn't cheating I, w- I didn't even give I just didn't do anything there was nothing that could have you know I did but they were both these two lads were both fucking obsessed with the idea of me talking to other lads getting with it it just wasn't happening it didn't exist at all there was no you know, they weren't picking up on anything that could have possibly led to that. So that makes me think that they were fucking doing it. I don't care if they were because I'm not with them anymore. But I get what in you hindsight, mean. one the lady guy, doth do protest. Exactly. Too much. Why are you so fucking, you know, paranoid about something because you're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I think maybe she subconsciously Interesting. thought, like, why would, it, if you are solid, in your relationship Why are you testing that Well I think it, it doesn't only mean That you have done it Like say this girl Has never cheated But it is a thing of like You know when you get With someone who's been Cheated on before And they're always like Kind of wary And they're like Who's that And like the, there's the testing thing And this goes beyond this You know Conversation Like if you are someone Who like Has done that to your boyfriend Like first of all You have to suck it up And if you're going to be Fucking annoying And ballsy enough To be like constantly Putting up these relationship tests You're also going to have to Deal with the fact that One time they might Fail the test And you're going to have to Deal with the consequences of that. It's like like going through Someone's phone You're not going to stop Until you find something But like even say If I was like Decided to test Evan Imagine you came in Here and I was like You're going to tell me Who fucking texted you Just there And he's like Look we, we only got together once Like you might find out something like fair enough. You can you can um, when you're trying to be yeah. When you're trying to catch yeah. someone out. Like it's just not a way to kind of converse to someone. If you are having uh, like an inclination that someone is doing something, talk to them yeah. like a human and it's don't try and trip them up because like you trip up and like you like say if you stumble across something on someone's phone, which is how me and Jim, Jimmy broke up. He saw a guy texting me, which I hadn't even opened the fucking message, and he then went from not to one hundred, thinking I was sleeping with this motherfucker, mm. and it was just anger, like and craziness. not like yeah, he just like you know checked the phone, 
came to his own conclusion, which was completely wrong. The fucker was in San Francisco, like San Diego. So, lived there. No know. way. Yeah, he fucked that, this random guy that I used to know. He had moved over to, he's in San Diego now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, who knows. But, um, it, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. hardly... I haven't seen the bastard in however long. He was one of those freaks who just wrote like... Over a year. Over a year. Haven't seen him. Only knew him a little bit. Like just a little randomer. And um, yeah, he'd had texted me. I hadn't even opened the fucking message and Jimmy thought I was cheating. If I'm cheating, I'm opening the message because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm into this guy. I'm cheating. Yeah. You know, why the fuck am I leaving I'm like, the guy on the The guy I'm cheating. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I was just like, tests are just not a cool thing. And the other guy who also tested me did that kind of shit he'd be hanging out with a mutual friend of ours and he'd be like oh she told me what you got up to last fucking weekend nice dot 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 and I'd be like I knew he was testing so me so toxic. I wouldn't but if I did if I wasn't aware I just know pricks like that and if I wasn't aware I would have been like what what no I swear it was just me and the girls I, and that's you know? the thing it's so manipulative and like I think what people get hooked on the testing thing because I think that it might have worked once and they're like, this is how I catch them out. But like, you're going to keep testing and first of all, until you find something. And second of all, it's just such a toxic like basis of a relationship that like, you know, you can't control if someone's going to go out and, cheating on, go out and cheat on you. You also like have to fucking trust your partner and not be like, I'll trust you till I catch you out. Like that's no way to be. And you also do... You want to be sound as a fucking person that you're with And mm. either way I get it's a joke And like you know It sounds gas to be sending it to the fuckboys I'll say that And I understand that probably because you are the one Of the gals who is in a relationship Maybe the girls pushed you to say it I can see it. how it would happen Like I mean because like say for example Evan be Evan's a good one for a good old laugh right mm. Like I mean I can imagine him being like What the fuck and everyone like ah, and he'd be able to laugh at himself. So yeah. I, I, when I read that, I was like, oh, I could totally see myself. Like if all the and girls, I mean, we're bored and quiet. Like if say I was with, say I was with you and a load of single girls, and you were all doing it to fuck boys, I'd be like, gas. I could imagine myself being like, fuck. You gas. got wrapped will up I, in it. Will I prank Evan? Because it might not have been a trick. Maybe it was a prank. So if it was a lighthearted prank, my advice would be to confront it as a joke as well. Be like, as in like. Are you not going to fucking tell me about that thing, that text you got saying you'd come idiot? And he'd be like, oh, what? Be like, it was a fucking prank and you haven't said anything about it, you wanker. You can't, like, you pranked him, so you now you can't be like, you're not going to fucking tell me about that fucking text you got. Like, yeah. no, if you were setting him up as a prank, you have to respond that's what I mean. to it if as a, a prank. prank. If it's a prank and it was a full joke and now you're just in this awkward position, but you still fully trust him. Yeah. But I'm sensing that she doesn't. Well, and she defo has suspicions now, but I don't know whether that's because he just hasn't told her. Yeah. Or is it like so a if long... So if you think back of like when, you know, you were doing the prank or whatever, like were you just kind of getting caught up in the moment and you never would use... Or were you kind of like, will I? Like yeah. maybe you do have these little inclinations and you're kind of thinking, now, again, you can be paranoid or whatever, but maybe some things aren't adding up and you're like, hmm. And you just did it, covering it in a joke, but that the root of it is... You maybe think he's being disloyal. That's what you got to ask yourself, girl. But like, you have to freaking address it. Shit or get off the pot, as they say. I can't. Is that saying? <laughs> so disgusting. Oh my god. <gasps> Evan always fucking says. So but I yeah, just don't be testing. I hate tests. No, the tests are just like because, like, my mum said it. Like to finish that fucking situation to move on. But like, um, so he saw Jamie saw those texts and he fucking headed down to my man Daz and was like, Lindsay's cheating on me. 
And my mum and dad obviously know me in and out and they know it's like Also how inappropriate but anyway. Yeah, a multitude of things. But anyway, my mum was like, you know, she sat him down and she was like, Look, I know Lindsay. That's not her uh, character. Yeah. And I also know, she was like from raising like four kids that like I'd stumble across like me and Sarah would have diaries back in the day and we'd leave them flung on the fucking, and I remember she saw one, she saw one that Sarah had written at like 14 and you know, she jumped to this conclusion, but like it was just a diary and yeah. when you're young or when you're, you know, writing a certain type of way, you're like, oh my God, I'm in love, whatever it is. Don't conclude something from like information that you've got wrong like, yes that you've obtained wrong like if you've put all the jigsaw all the pieces together yourself you can't like run to that conclusion if you're like you, yeah like if, if you want to find out something like don't I just don't think it's usually a good conclusion if you found out this information sneaky so yeah so I think it's, you've got two options right option number one I think is you can say it to him but you're going to have to say it to him in the same tone you sent it to him if you send it as a joke, you're mm-hmm. going to have to bring it up as a joke. You can't send something. It's like, it is annoying. You know when someone like plays a joke on you and then like, they're like what the fuck? And like the whole tone changes and it can just be like, I didn't even, I wasn't even aware you were playing this prank on me and now you're angry at me from my response. Like what? That's annoying, first mm-hmm. of all. So you're either, you know, that's number one option. Number two option is you're going to have to just, if it was a test and you realizing maybe a little bit of toxic thing in yourself, you're just going to have to, actually give your boyfriend the benefit of the doubt of trusting him and being like maybe he just saw it and was like what the fuck is this random text and left it it does not mean that he's cheated on you gotten chlamydia or that he's ran off and gotten tested secretly you know what I mean it's mm. like because like right now you're at a fork in the road right you're either gonna go down fucking mental nut job lane of like <laughs> ah, my boyfriend's cheating on me ah, and it's gonna I need more tests exactly and it's gonna like haunt you for your whole relationship because there can be those things those little points in relationships where you're like I either have to move over, move on from this and leave it in the past and not infor- yeah. let it inform my relationship or I'm going to go down that road of paranoia and what's the end goal there so I think you're going to have to choose you're going to have to choose here and you have to face it yeah because it's now this elephant in the room and if you do choose to not talk about it with him which is fine you're going to have to do a lot of talking to yourself of like where did all this come from? Yeah. Saucy that your little prank went <laughs> kind of went uh, right. I mean, oh, that's so funny. I can literally just imagine how many girls are going to be doing that now. Like, I can feel that. Like, I was like... Anything. I can, like, straight girls are going to be straight into the WhatsApp group being like, girls. So I'm listening to Ickals. And there's this thing, who will we do? Well, that's <laughs> what I'm like. I'm like, because I was like, when I'm reading that, I was like, imagine on the pod, I was like, I'll do Evan. We're like, I'll, oh see, I'll show God. that. He I mean, like, it's fucking lol idea. Like, that's how, that's I how you would, be hot girls somewhere creative a, and Yeah, if quiet. you heard a guy did that to you, would you be freaked? Yeah. Yeah, I think I wouldn't like that. Like, I don't like being tested, like, from yeah. experience. Like, I really fucking pissed me off and just made me so suspicious. Like, I was like, you are showing yourself to yeah. be suspicious. I'm not the type of person to be like, I kind of see it as like, if someone wants to cheat, they can cheat. But I just will, all I can control in a relationship is how I am and how I present yeah. myself. And I also don't think I'd appreciate it in the sense of like, even if he, if it wasn't a test, if he was genuinely pranking, I... I don't know, maybe I'm a bit of a prude around it, but I'm just like, don't do that with people's health. Like, you don't know people's fucking triggers with that kind of shit. And like, for me, that would freak me the fuck out. Like, that Uh. would really, really throw me into like a pit of anxiety of like, I'm in a relationship. I've found, like, it just would eat me up. And like, 
it's just and like I said like yeah when I got with that lad and um you know he told me that he'd had chlamydia I was so nervous because he told me like way after he found out because he was away and fucking (sighs) he's a fucking hippie bastard bopping around probably healing the damn chlamydia with a dock leaf or something (laughs) and um then he was oh shit I forgot to tell you actually I got tested and I had chlamydia I was like what you like that was months ago that yeah. we hooked up and I was like thinking about like my womb being eroded by this chlamydia that has been untreated and I just was like okay I don't want to get tested yeah. I don't even know because people can have real like I would get a bit like that like especially with like doctor's appointments they kind of freak like I get a bit anxious around it with yeah tests I'm just like and, I just don't want to know yeah with I can be especially with like like the smear all that kind of stuff and like so if you know if I got a test a random text being like we recently saw your cells were thing and then I found out it was a fucking prank. I and then just you like, Google it? Like that's what I did when I mm, when he told me that he'd had had it and I Googled it and I was like reading all these horror stories of yeah. like, you know, going untreated. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. So maybe he is thinking like that he's had it previously and then that you obviously have it. You don't know where his head's at. Yeah. And he could be thinking, oh my God, I've infected my girlfriend. How do I, yeah. you know, it's just like. A bit of an emotional it's a rollercoaster. a bit of a think, unnecessary yeah. thing to put in your relationship. I think honest. like, my gut feeling would be you're gonna have to bring it up with him. You're gonna have to because out yourself. you have to first of all, if you did do that prank with him and you've try and he's you've driven him a bit mad with it, like at least give him the benefit of the doubt of easing his mind that that wasn't fucking real. Yeah, and save him the hundred and fifty euro to go get fucking tested. Can as well. you please let us know what happens? I want to hear how he reacts. That's what a good the one. Fuck, it's a doozy. Okay, so last Oof. one, girlies. Uh, oh, here's a fucking another. You came through with the juicy ones, girls, in fairness to you. Sometimes I cheat on my fellow when I'm really drunk. Have done this with previous boyfriends too. I feel sick with guilt for weeks after sometimes, um, and sometimes break up with them over the guilt. My very first serious boyfriend was abusive to me and cheated on me constantly when I was 16. Now I'm worried that this past trauma has turned me into a cheating asshole, which I don't want to be. I don't drink or go out anymore in fear of getting drunk and cheating on the man I love. Help me. Now this actually is pretty similar to the last one. Yeah. You know, this is kind of like an extension of the last question. And, um just before recording we were talking about this and you were saying about like using your kind of past trauma as an excuse almost yeah and like so my first relationship was definitely like not healthy in for many reasons we've spoken about it kind of more in depth on ex-gals and I'm going to leave that there just for that reason but you can take my word for it that it wasn't a healthy relationship there were many toxic elements to it and you know it, it did like fuck me not fuck me up like it I could have let it inform a lot about the way that I kind of approached men and approached relationships. Um, And I was lucky, you know, I know that not everyone can, I don't know how abusive she means, you know, of course, like, I don't know the depths of things. And like, they can, of course, that type of trauma can really impact you mentally and physically and all that kind of stuff. Just want to get that out of the way before I go on. However, like, you know does that make you obsessively cheat like yeah it can but I feel like her mindset is like focusing on like you know like those like memes and it's like the fucking dog in the burning house and it's like this is fine everything's fine it's kind of like you're ignoring the like burning house around you by being like I don't drink so I won't that's not the answer yeah and also the drink is an excuse yeah because 
just because that it's so was that you were pissed and you kissed but like what happens when you're not drunk you and know, like are you, you making, did that regardless of the alcohol you know and the alcohol is a part of it are you like getting yourself so shit-faced that you're like then you're it's like this like you're kind of in this like abusive to yourself you're kind of like internalizing the abuse by like abusing your own like relationships by you know being like I go out and I get now what I find interesting about this question was that there was no kind of inclination that she has any um any plan to tell her boyfriend she's just kind of like plastered over the situation with like I'm not going out with the girls anymore I'm not going to put myself in that position where I cheat Mm. I would fucking hate to be in a relationship without knowing I think that is just so uncool to be in a relationship with someone you know you're supposed to be two people in a relationship if they have this secret fucking cheating on you backstory Mm. and you're in this like I just find that that's so unequal especially when you've done it before in other relationships you know that way it's like it's not that like like you've cheated on your boyfriend whether or not it was a kiss whether it was just well she says she's also done it in past relationships so it's like maybe the relationship game ain't for you right now yeah and that's a kind Mm. of you know I can totally understand that maybe maybe this is a way of you working through your trauma or internalizing it either way it's unhealthy but you're also willingly going into a relationship knowing that this could possibly be the outcome when it's like now you're harming people as well which is a really hard thing to take on board which is like a toxic cycle then totally because you're treating the guys that you're with the same way that is now put you in the position of feeling like you know like that's what made you be like this Mm. now you completely like this is why I always say in terms of like you can only control of course like I've been affected by my past relationships in certain ways and stuff like that however um you know I've also just decided to take on that like I can't like it's not my responsibility over how someone treated me all I can do which we get called a lot of the time as like victim blaming like what did I miss you know in certain things so like if I was if I look back at relationships instead of being like I was treated so bad he did this and this and this be like value how I treated the relationship how I presented myself and conducted myself and were there things that I did and it didn't agree with as myself like were things that I did I do some things that I kind of I don't feel to be good you know representation of who I want to be in a relationship and I do think that you cannot be in a healthy relationship until you are healthy yourself mentally and physically or whatever so clearly you're not if you you're not in a healthy relationship if you're going out fucking cheating on him while pissed and I think like a big thing I don't know the part that really screams out to me is that like she said I've done this to boyfriends in the past I've broken up with them because I felt so guilty like it's not just this one time like this is a a a pattern that you're kind of willingly ignoring in yourself like Mm. that you're like every time I get a boyfriend I cheat on them because I'm so unhappy or whatever it is or because it's you know I think it's because of my ex-boyfriend and you're almost self-diagnosing yourself by saying it's because my ex-boyfriend yeah I know a friend of mine who um she went out with a guy pretty young she was 14 and they got in a really really intense relationship like for that age especially Mm -hmm. and he said to her one day he was like um I cheated on you she was like what she freaked out she was so upset it was awful and then he was like I only joke and I didn't and then a couple of weeks <laughs> later he was like remember I said I cheated on you and it was a joke she's like yeah he's like yeah I did cheat on you so he went back so he totally fucked with her mind he made her think it and then took it away and then think it again and she has been 
paranoid in every relationship so much to the point where she cheats just to kind of save face in case she's so convinced that they're doing something that she like it's almost like to maintain some dignity she kind of will have a side person or like not be fully loyal to this relationship because she's so mistrustful yeah but then she is turned into be the person that she's scared of in a relationship yeah and I remember saying that to her I was like you're the fucking you're doing all the things that you're petrified he's gonna do and that's so mean because you know how much it like has affected you and yeah. now you're just doing it. Well, like, can you, you not see become, that? you've become to an extent the person who's given you all this like trauma. And it's because you were so focused on what they did to mm. you. Like I can't walk around and be like, Jimmy did this, oh daddy did this. Oh, da, da, da. Like focus on what you did, what you brought to the table. Because I always thought with like breakups, I was like, once you break up with someone, they have to live with them, you have to live with yeah. you. So you don't have to take like just because someone and I mean definitely in my single life I took that on like say if I was like getting fuck boyed or ghosted and I'm like what's wrong with me and I was like I didn't do that that's not me that was them they're the kind of person who just ghosts or whatever mm-hmm. and I, that's just rude you know so it's like take on what you are in control of which is your own actions and you're not doing that here like yeah. not drinking and stuff but like but like it, that's kind of like just putting polyfiller over the th- you know it's like not really addressing the mm. big fucking crack in your emotional health and like I do think you probably need to be single and not be in a relationship because you clearly like as you said you have to be in a relationship and to be like in love properly you have to be kind of like in love with yourself to a certain extent or at least like completely comfortable in yourself and not be carrying around this like you know huge emotional baggage that you know like you're knowingly bringing something into a relationship that you've done time and time again like cheating on them getting drunk cheating on them breaking up cheating on, like this mm. kind of like toxic cycle like you've noted the cycle so now I do think that you actually need to go and get seek some help like I think you need to I think you need single time if she's saying that this has happened maybe she's a boyfriend hopper well I, I think that but if she's saying like the abuse and if she's noticed that like who knows how she's if she's been single before like I think that if you if you have noticed something like abuse has caused this huge uh like, well a reoccurring problem big toxic issue for you and you know if she says it's because of that then we just have to take her word for it right we'll just take her word that it is this this relationship that happened has put her in this space no that i she take her this. word for that i'm just saying no no i know I'm, ju- I'm just saying that like so therefore she's only playing herself by not going and getting help because it is a kind of a problem that's like it's beyond her pay grade it's frankly beyond ours so mm. she needs to get to the root of that and understand how to progress in like healthy relationships because that's not something someone can just be like oh you just do this like she's gonna have to work through and like do a lot of work on her and kind you're of feeling background. guilty because you've done something bad exactly you know yeah. so yes you have to sit with the feeling of guilt but it's because of your own actions yeah that so like you know sit with them and bathe in those feelings because you yeah and I regardless don't think of your past and stuff like you you did that and you're in this relationship now you're saying that you love this person he doesn't know that this is gonna that the person that he's in love with is doing that so So your love is based off like a lie your love isn't equal like I would never be in a relationship and say that I was in love if I was out cheating out cheating because like he's bopping around thinking he has this loyal girlfriend for you know yeah. And he doesn't. Yeah. And you're letting him, like, you know, so you don't even respect him enough to fucking tell him, babes. Come on. And, like, there is, you know, there's 
people have gone through this like if you are feeling like because I know we've probably put kind of been a bit harsh in the old advice there but like we have today to be honest but like it's nothing that you've it's nothing that no one's come out of before you know what I mean like it you know like people yeah, it doesn't make you a horrific vile person no but it's know? also like people go through this this I've heard this before of people you know you're saying your friend does that thing and like you know you hear of this before we're like I was cheated on and now I've become the cheater so it happens you're not like this freak of nature that it's like this insolvable issue within you but you're gonna have to be the one to number one do the work and number two go try and get help and honestly number three show your boyfriend a bit of respect I think by letting him go for at least now because you're not going to be able to solve this problem while having a boyfriend while well, really having a boyfriend that so. you're lying like what are you going to go seek counselling because you cheated on the boy your boyfriend your boyfriend's going to be like where are you off to you're like <clears throat> nowhere yeah you and know what like would you that's, say, that's kind of like you healing yourself in secrecy what would you say if like she hadn't know. cheated on this boyfriend but like she stopped the drinking because she doesn't want like you know what I mean she was kind of like I'm stopping now because I don't want to cheat on the man I love like if she hasn't cheated on him already she said she had though right I thought I don't know if she said it was an ex oh yeah she said she had but I'm just saying like say it was a thing where she was like she hadn't cheated on him right um, but she's still pausing her life by not going out and not drinking. Like, how would you say she'd still have to cheat, break up with them then? Well, she said here. Okay. No, I'm, do, I'm just playing make-believe. Oh, no, I'm just reading back on the uh, on the question. So she said, um, my very first serious boyfriend was abusive to me and cheated on me constantly when I was 16. Now I'm worried that this past trauma has turned me into a cheating asshole. Well, it it, it has. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you should be like it has. Like there's no question of that. You're saying that you cheated on your boyfriend who you love and all your other previous boyfriends. So mm-hmm. it's like don't be thinking that you're not there already just because you aren't as bad as your ex-boyfriend. Like you it's an arsehole thing to do to cheat. Mm-hmm. Um you know, obviously there's reasons people have their reasons for doing it. People do it like, you know, we're human people are going to make mistakes but like don't well, the conscious and the, the the toxic cycle is a different thing to being like oops there was an overlap in my this or like I randomly went out once and kissed a guy and fuck it was such a mistake and you know there's yeah it totally. exists on a spectrum of, of yeah. things but she's on the end of the spectrum which is like toxic like what if your friend like this is a good way of looking at it like um miss cheat cheater if your best friend came to you and told you that her boyfriend was like I can I consistently cheat on all my girlfriends and I've cheated on you multiple times so I'm just not going to drink so I don't cheat on you what would you tell her you'd be like break up with him like he can't just plaster over it with this whole like I'm not going to drink it's like you, the drinking ain't the problem and if you were to go and get help and get like advice you know and I definitely you know exploring how trauma affects a person is really eye-opening and mm. you'd learn a lot of, about yourself and it's not that you're a bad person you know yeah but it has triggered something in your brain to act a certain way. Now, sometimes if you say if you adored this abusive boyfriend and you were in love with him and you, you know, it was an intense relationship or whatever and he treated you so badly, sometimes it's almost like, you know, which I'm sure you'll learn if you did seek help, like to kind of untangle the whole mess. It's not just like, you know, tit for tat. It's more kind of maybe because you loved him and you wanted to understand his love for you you Mm. did the thing Mm -hmm. to see like how does it feel to be because like if you were on the receiving end of him going out cheating and you were thinking like oh this is so horrible how could he do that that's a question I think a lot of people who've been cheated on they're like I can't believe they did that how the fuck could they do that how didn't I know so then you you act as that person to see and then you're like oh okay 
then you're trying to convince yourself that oh well I love my boyfriend and I cheated so therefore it's trying to kind of you know fix understand your first boyfriend's mentality Mm -hmm. because you felt you know that you were treated so badly so you're trying to understand oh he did love me even though he cheated on me yeah you can have both because that's something you question when you've been cheated on but I just don't think I think as well like that word love like just let's let's just not use that word if you're if you're not treating someone with like love yeah you like know? it's all it's a 3d kind of thing you can't be like i love him but you know like say if you're like that's probably what you're saying you loved you love your boyfriend i'm sure your first boyfriend told you he loved you but you just told us that he's been abusive and cheated on you yeah. he didn't love you i love you is a man-made word it's a man-made fucking thing so like you know we need to and it can be used the word i love you can be used like a bunch of flowers yeah it can come when you know it's like an emotional manipulative thing to say, you know, it's like, but I'm in love with you. Mm. You know, it's like, well, if recognize and that should be a mirror up to you to say like how you're treating the people that you love mm-hmm. and sort it out because the longer you leave it, the bigger the problem mm-hmm. will be, you know, and um, and the more toxic it becomes. And I think that like, you know, have faith in yourself as in like people can work through that. And like, it's so horrible that that happened to you. And I can imagine you feel like so you can still hold on to that emotion of like I'm so fucking angry that he made me this way but well, like it sucks because especially but part if you're... of the like the healing process is letting go no you don't have to forgive him you don't have to be like I forgive you for being abusive but like you have to let go of that time in your life to an extent because the longer that you keep that relevant in your relationships and relevant in your life the more it's likely to impact how you uh, like uh, act in your relationships you don't want it to dictate the whole map of your life yeah. and your love life at all you know and it does it does I mean especially I'm glad that I kind of started late in relationships and stuff because I do feel like there is like an age of you know like my friend I was saying who it happened to her when she was 14 we're very malleable we're unpracticed humans even at 16 like you're basically you're still a child so you're unpracticed so when something awful happens in your early forming years of a relationship like when your first kind of boyfriend or your first series, it can impact because like, you know, because you're on practice. So don't beat yourself up over it, but you just got to sort it out. Yeah. Like by writing in, you know the problem. And you do. Yeah. You are facing the problem. You're yeah. saying, I don't want to be a cheating asshole. You're on the road. That's the good thing to know to yourself, you know, to end it on a bit of a like, to, you know, put a bit of pep in your step. Like that's the first step. Like, you know, they say like about, you know, an alcoholic, it's like the first step is admitting it. Like Mm. you've admitted it to us now. So all you have to do is do that exact same thing to a professional. I do think you need some sort form of like professional guidance to untangle it because like you need to talk through it. And to get tools. Yeah. Like to form tools, how to not do that because you're saying that you don't want to do it and you're trying to get the tools yourself by being like, I won't drink, I won't go out in the girls' nights. But then what are you going to do? You know, house yourself in a jail You're you're probably going to, unless you're going to literally take a vow of sobriety for the rest of your life, you're probably like 24, 25. Like, Mm. You're probably going to drink again So then what you see again Then you're on the toxic cycle again So you need to Probably go to some form of therapy Maybe CBT Who's going to give you some tools On how to actually work through it And how to like Navigate why you're In this headspace And I think you don't Need to be in a relationship right now I know you said Like it's like that thing Like if you love someone Let them go Like when I broke up with Michael I still cared so much about him But I knew that I couldn't give him The relationship that I had given him 
up until that point like I was committed and I was really into it and I loved him and you know I saw a future but once the cracks began to emerge because I cared for him because like to actually do justice to our relationship I was like I have to let this go because it's not it's not the same relationship that he entered in like the the, the mm. goalposts have changed I don't want the same things that he yeah. wants anymore so so it's unfair and I don't think you could work on something no alongside him no. unless you want to come you want to tell him I don't know how that would work you can figure that out between yourselves yeah. um, depends on the type of guy he is but like I think it would probably be best like very very like it is a type of addiction that kind of behavior because it's an, a toxic cycle and I think like if you're going through any yeah it's a habit of, and it's an yeah. addiction and I, I think, think if you're going through any form of addiction like it's very hard to keep like a healthy relationship while working through the issues yeah. you know you're not supposed to be in relationships in rehab yeah and you need rehab you need boy rehab you yeah. need to take a oh minute away from the dick girl the Betty Ford clinic but for boys maybe we can there's set that up there's girls as well who, who are boyfriend obsessed yeah you know and same with that girl I'm talking about like she very much likes to be in a relationship she'll be in one anyone you know? yeah and that's the thing you, it could be another part of your thing that you feel like you always have to get the stamp of approval by having a boyfriend you know so the, there could be a lot of issues there but well done for admitting it to the Anon because that isn't easy to do yeah um, and I mean it won't be easy to like completely figure out but it will be so much better to be feeling happy about the relationship yeah. that you're in and that you're doing it and you're still young so you got the whole world ahead plenty of more dick in the lippy as I always say girl <laughs> Samantha Jones I would love here. if we set up a feckin' boy rehab clinic how fun oh my gosh imagine it girls rehab <laughs> you need to get away from the dick are Come you on, boy crazy you like, oh, no no <laughs> clinging onto it please please one more get in girls get coming in. in bando dresses and heels please yeah. I'm addicted we can even have like a sesh post with you up from the walk of shame straight into the rehab centre stride of pride sorry <laughs> girls <laughs> deconstructing the walk of shame okay gals we're going to be back obviously this Friday for our live stream and <laughs> for an episode of X Gals so go sign up if you want extra content yeah, especially if you're six dollar tier now we yeah. are moving the lives for choir we gave it to the two dollar gals but that was just a little foot in the door you can't have a foot in the door with X Gals you need yeah. to be in committed the fucking gaff yeah fully in the, in the gaff. gaff fully this in is not a dip in the toe dip in the clit this is you're either an X Gal or you're not so yeah True. fully fully excited for that we're gonna have a couple of drinks yeah be chit-chat. together and spill some tea as per usual so girlies join us for that especially if you're back at work maybe you're back commuting you know you're gonna need some extra content and we'll be back next week with more it girls bye, bye. when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.